Welcome to CrossFit Flourish Radio, where we review the week just gone, find out what's coming up, and hear from our coaches on ways to maximize your flourish experience and maximize your life. Don't just exist, flourish. Hey, welcome back to CrossFit Flourish Radio. I'm Greg, and I'm joined today by Paige, um, one of our lovely coaches, and uh, I would say elite athletes also. Um, today, we've uh, I've decided to bring Paige on because we were having a bit of a chat the other day, and we got down this little bit of a talk about um, specializing in sport too soon and how it can do such a detrimental, like it can do such damage to children and, and lead you into a essentially a, a bad path as you're going into your adult life. And um, we see it a lot, you know, in generally like accepted society you know like so you know football uh, you, you put your child into playing rugby at a young age you put your daughters into netball or tennis or you know gymnastics gymnastics it's, dance yeah this, soccer. Is, this is the big one that we're that we're looking at yeah. today and um you know you generally see that we when, when we specialize in a sport you get injuries that come from that specific sport and um like we'll delve into that a little bit more as, as we start talking but um I think uh, a good place for us to start might be um, your experiences with this, yep. like what you've got with um, what you're willing to share and with, with your gymnastics and everything like that. So, um, yeah, so like with, what, what's your opinion on it from, from the gymnastics side of things? Um, well, I guess a lot of those sorts of elite sports, they do aim to start the kids off fairly young. Um, you might have a child that might be five, six years old, um, shows a little bit of skill, um, predisposition to the movements etc so a coach jumps on that child and goes radio this kid's now going to go into our development squad our elite program and we're going to have this kid do repetitive actions all in regards to one body movement one style of um, exercise and we're going to nail this kid six days a week or four days a week or a few hours at a time and they're going to do repetitive, repetitive, repeat, uh, you know, repeat all these movements over and over again. Um, the problem that you're going to find is that the child's only going to do um, a select amount of, I don't know, body development, skill development. Um, they're only working certain muscles, not getting a balance on other things um, and you're likely to get overuse injuries. You're going to start to injure knees. You're going to start to injure um, backs, elbows, things that if you had um, a child doing maybe multiple sports, they may be prone to an acute injury where they might run and tumble and break a finger. Um, your gymnastics, your dancing, even your tennises, all the things like that that are repetition, um, you're probably going to come across an injury that's going to develop gradually a little bit sore, it's a little bit sore, it's getting worse. All of a sudden you've got this kid that's got stress fractures. Um, you've got a child that's got a um, chronic uh, knee injury. Osgood Slatters has developed, something like that. Well, once that's happened, um, the kid's still already into the mindset of I'm training. They're going to push through it. The coach says you're still doing okay. We're going to push, push, push. Um, the child either breaks and then is pushed to the side, um, tries to do some sort of... Um, rehabilitation and you've got a kid that's 10 11 12 in a rehab kind of a situation and not a good place to be at that age yeah agreed and and i think you know like that's that's super important that you've said that yeah, again like 10 11 years old and they need rehab is is outrageous right yeah yeah uh, <laughs> so 
what um what springs to mind with me especially like even even in crossfit now you're starting to see parents um wanting their kids to specialize in crossfit you know like mm. be the next tia or, or matt fraser or things like that and like the 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 really interesting thing is is that that fitness isn't made in the gym you know it like all, all that general physical preparedness it, it's made in the extra sports that that we go to do outside like the like it's like the running and the falling like climb trees do do stupid stuff yeah, a play-based um totally. type of exercise so these are kids they should be outside running and jumping having a little bit of fun um if they injure themselves because they've you know misjudged something um it's going to be a, a break it's going to fix it's going to be done it's not going to be a joint injury it's not going to be a bony malformation that they've now got to live with forever um you know you're 16 you're 17 years old you still can't do some of these activities that at 11 and 12 your issue developed and now you've got a permanent thing what will you be like at 30 what will you be like at 40 and we see that there is a chronic like we see chronic conditions come out of that all the time in our our oh like our our normal our like our, our population that comes through the gym as it is so like i've had this knee issue since i was in high school or i've had this ankle issue since i was in high school and we can we can predict these things now um pretty commonly when it's like what sport did you play as a child? Oh, it was it was netball. Okay, so you've got weak ankles and knees. We know that straight straight from the get go because of the sport you played and because of that specialization. Yeah, and the amount of repetition and you've done a twist and a turn and you've done that twenty three times in a row and then you're gonna get up and do it in two days' time exactly the same. Bingo. Yeah. So like and and we recommend to people like on the side of that, we recommend, you know, why not do things like you know, start doing a bit of CrossFit to to strengthen around joints and things like that. And it might sound a bit contradictive at the moment because I've also said, you know, oh, people are trying to specialize in CrossFit. But what we're looking at is just some regular gym exercise, like where what we do in CrossFit is to be prepared for the for for the. Yeah, well, CrossFit is a slightly different forte, though, because you've yeah. got a broader spectrum of, of physical exercise. So you're not just saying, I am just doing weightlifting and I'm putting the stress of the, the barbell on my joints and I'm doing, you know, multiple squats and knee repetitions. Um, you're then doing a gymnastics component. So you're now going to a different body part. You're, and you're not just a different body part, but you're using that muscle in a whole different fashion um so it's then learning to develop it goes one way for that it does something else for your next your weightlifting component and then you might have a met a metcon you've got some running you've got some biking you've got some body weight movement so it's sort of a general um all round well-rounded program as opposed to let's chuck a kid in just soccer yeah strong strongly agree and 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 like and we say it a lot in the the pyramid of fitness is is you do all of this stuff so that you can use it for sport or that you can play sports properly so that you can actually have fun again and like for most people when they come to the gym they come to the gym for the purpose of being able to you know play with their kids and and things like that or or function with their day-to-day life easier um me dog washing i'm having so much less drama bending over a bathtub all day because my muscles are stronger to support me doing that um so that's going to help my my day-to-day running of life and hopefully prevent other issues coming from that but then you're also doing a well-rounded um physical exercise that just makes your general fitness better so i can run up the stairs i can run after the child i have no little ones anymore thankfully but i can still keep up if jade says hey let's go play touch football i would be confident to be sitting on the con- on the on the sideline and get up and have a game of touch football yep. without the risk of popping something out that i wouldn't want to pop out yeah and i think 
to be able to go further on something that you said before as well around these kids who've trained at that stage would be their whole lives and mm. it might only be they might only be like 10 to 13 even 15 years old yeah. and then they're sidelined and essentially they get broken and they can't do their sport anymore and and it turns out to end up being a loss of identity for a lot of them yeah. and and we have um these children that grow up to be people who just still don't know who they are because they thought that their sport was their identity and they have to yep. relearn how to get well, through it. Well, they've been conditioned as a an athlete and they've started from the moment that they've, you know, and they, they've most likely had fun in the beginning and everything was working well. Um, and the kid's going, yeah, I love dance, I love soccer, I love football, whatever it is. Um, like I said, the, the coach has either spotted some sort of a natural talent um, or the parents have gone, look, you know, I was a – a pro football player my child's going to do the same thing send them off on that that direction so the kid only associates themselves with hi i am such and such i am a soccer player i'm such and such i am a gymnast you then take that away from them due to no fault of their own they may even by this stage not enjoy it not have that love the desire the passion anymore it's now gone who is that kid so my my, my daughter struggled jade she finished gymnastics she'd done it from Oh, she might have been, you know, she was a late starter. She could have been nine. Um, And she got broken by around about the 13, 14, 15. And what does she do now? She was still a gymnast. She would still go to gym and she would still do her rehabilitation and we'd see physios and this person and that person. But then when she realised this is, I'm not going to come back, I can't be competitive anymore, who am I? Yeah. She's Jade. She's still that kid, but she doesn't identify as well. I'm Jade the gymnast. No, you're not anymore. Yeah. And I think like it's really hard on – like it's hard for the kids to see that as it is. It's hard for the – like you think a lot of people have that problem and they've been through that in general because of this. Like it's it's like I said before, it's society, society accepts certain sports being specific to a – a type of person like uh, like we said like boys go to football girls go to netball or gymnastics or dance or mm. all of this sort of stuff um and once they lose that identity they lose themselves quite quickly and then and then you've got a child who's got depression that yeah. shouldn't happen yeah. you know yep yeah. and then every other thing of their life becomes a little bit more difficult um schooling becomes harder because uh and their friends um especially if you're an elite sort of a, a sport you've got your friends because you've got them through the same sport. Yeah. So if you're spending three, four hours an afternoon at a given place, those are your people. They are, they are your friends. You know them because you do the same thing. You are now not in that group, but you've missed out on the kids at school because you've spent all your time training at something else. Yeah. And you need a, a, a broader. So, you know, my, my thought nowadays would be if I could have figured out back then, do a couple of days of, of gymnastics. Yep, you love dance as well. Okay, do some of that. Oh, hey, you really love to play soccer. Why don't we do a, a Sunday afternoon or a Friday evening soccer game? No, maybe one of those things could be a competitive sport and the others just be a, a social interaction, a get me outside of the house, get me into a sport that I love to play. Um, again, you're developing the fitness, you're developing the the strength, etc. but from fun. Totally agree. And I think um, like it's, it's, it's really good. Like you have had that learning curve of you've seen what happened through through Jade and you've seen what it's like on the flip side now as well, having certain all-rounded fitness. But like knowing what it's like now on the flip side, being that it's not it, – knowing that it's not the parents' fault either. No. You know, because and, – and like it's 
Look, it, honestly, it's just it's a combination of really bad things that happen. You know, like there's passion from a coach who wants who wants that child to succeed. There's passion from the parents who want their child to succeed. The child wants to succeed. I was gonna say the, the, the like, child's probably the one that's also that the coach would have noticed that this kid is giving their everything. Yeah. This kid loves this. Um, they're good at it, so they're they're um, flourishing with it. They're finding that they can get these skills. They can do the tricks. Um, they're also then getting the and this might be a big part of it as well. You've got somebody that's doing well. They're getting praised. Yeah. They're getting um, rewarded, so they get a good skill. They put in the hard work. They get the reward from that. Mm-hmm. But maybe they don't don't always have to get a reward. So they get to the end of of their ability, the end of the season, whatever it might be. No one's rewarding them. No one's coming along and saying, "Oh my god, that was amazing! How how good are you?" Yeah. And this kid's just going, "Well, okay. Well, obviously, unless I'm doing these amazing things, me myself, I'm not good enough." Yeah. Yeah, and and like. I think I think some some parents can definitely take a, a note off of this as well in the sense of how you said you know like so have a competitive sport it's a okay for your kid to have a competitive sport like in fact it, it's encouraged because it helps drive passion in in the child and it helps them lead towards um, you know being a good leader or, or or even a good team player but you need those other things on the side well, there needs to be a, a backup plan yeah well, and there needs to be a balance. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's what it is. It needs kids. to be a balance. Yeah, that's right. Remember their kids. When your kid walks in one day and says, you know, I've had enough of this thing that you've poured, uh, and I know this as parents as well, you know, you've poured hours of your early mornings and your money and all of this stuff, and they're like, I want to quit. And, and you're like, oh, you can't quit now. No, I've you must so finish this. I, 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 I will hang on, pull back yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. They, what they're what just are kids. they getting out of it? Yeah, you know, yeah. they might they might turn around and say, I, I, I'm, look, I don't have a love for it anymore. And I think that's when we as parents need to turn back and say, hey, okay, cool. Um, well, what, do you, what do you have a love for now? Yeah. What, what's yeah. really what's really interesting you? Or why don't you love it anymore? What yeah. What's happened? So, um, And you might have a kid and, and I can flick back way back to my childhood. My brother and I, we went into all these sorts of sports. We were fortunate, I guess, in the sense that we weren't privileged to have a go at everything. But we could do um, a couple of days of this and a couple of days of that and then you did soccer season when it was on and you went off and you did something else. I took the the gymnastics track, I did the ice skating track um, and I got quite competitive but my brother, fabulous, he was awesome at um, tumbling and awesome at trampolining but did not want to compete. He could say and he at least himself had the drive to say, I don't want to compete, it's not fun. I just want to come and bounce around and do what I do. Um, and, yeah, the coach was almost, um, you know, negative towards that because they wanted him to compete. And he then went, well, fine, I won't compete. I'll go off and do something else. And then he might have done 15 different other sports while I did one. Yeah. And and well-rounded, you know, he wasn't identified as any of those things. Um, and, yeah, you, you, you might push a child into the competition. The child might do it because mm. mum says do it, because coach says do it. But then the kid might go, I want to still do this sport, but I don't want to compete. I yeah. don't want to come six days a week. I want friends. I want outside of school stuff, my school suffering. I can't get the, the homework done until it's nine o'clock at night because I'm at, I'm at my whatever sport. Yeah, and that's that balance, right? Like I think um, we, have, we have some teens that are in our weightlifting at the moment and, and we've done a similar thing. Like we give, them, we give them drive, but it comes to a point where we're like, well, how's school going? And if school's not going well, cool, man, you're not turning up to the gym for, for a while until you fix that. Or, you know, we talk to the parents, are they still enjoying their training? Are you, are you actually having fun with it? Um, with one of our girls um, competing next weekend, we actually have told her and her family and every, everyone, like, no matter what she's doing this year, she's just going out there to have an experience. 
don't get me wrong, she's doing well. She's doing exceptionally well. Yeah, but there's no major pressure. Bingo. And and you can she's then gonna have the confidence to be able to say, look, I love this, I'm gonna continue doing it. Or I really do like the competition, a little bit of a taste of it. Um, but then also be able to be um reeled back yeah, if, if need be. Yeah, we're trying to help her develop her drive. And same with we've got a couple of boys in the same situation and, and boys being boys, they have that little bit more drive to want to be a bit competitive anyway. So with them we actually we give it to them, but then we, we take things away from them to also make them realize look you need to be level-headed with this and you need to understand that it's just it's just a, a sport yeah it, it's just sport yeah the be all and end all is not what you do tomorrow yeah. it's and and on your competition day if you happen to fail and failure is a good thing for kids to learn as well totally. but then they fail and they come back they realize oh okay well you know sometimes it's out of your control yeah. um and i think a lot of these kids that do these full-on competitive sports, they're almost not permitted to fail and failure is um, really, really shunned upon yeah. and, and you can't do it. And if you failed, it's because you obviously slackened off. You obviously didn't put in the work and the kid's are like, well, hell, I did. Yeah. Or I put in so much work that I broke or I put in so much work that I, I failed my history exam because I was so stressed out about this one event. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, and, it's not worth. And then if you take a step back and look at it all, like especially someone who puts on events, like, like from our perspective where we put on events, if you take a step back and look at it all you know like these these people they they bleed they sweat they cry they 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 make themselves sick over a medal yep a trophy a few minutes maybe some glory maybe some not glory that's right it's a feeling and that's yeah and like and don't get me wrong that's that's that thing is sensational like i've been there you've been there like that feeling is amazing but it's not it's not everything no and you've also got to have the knowledge i suppose of if you have it at the other end of the scale so yes you've and obviously if you've worked hard and you've done the best you can and that does happen to bring you out on top brilliant Mm. but then i like to say well what else was a good pointer with that that competition so um perfect place we've just done the oceana thing yep gold medal came out of it but 20 something members turned up yeah. So there's other rewards that can totally. be done. People people can support you in a different manner and yeah. you're worth it not just by the accolade that you get at the end. Absolutely. And the same as the kid that's that's always in the, the little athletics but he's always coming last. He's there with a big smile on his face. He doesn't care. If he yep. can be taught that that's okay and that you can live your life and do the best you can do and it may not be as good as everybody else – Whatever. That's right. And if that kid's the kid that's enjoying the sport the most, that kid, I feel like that kid's going to get the most out of it. Yeah, he's, like, he's getting the truth. He's getting the actual purpose of that thing. Yeah. And the purpose of that it's, sport. It's not until someone turns around and says, look, this kid's not getting a medal, that he, re- would re- he or she would register that. Oh, oh, hang on. I'm not good enough. Yeah. Like, it's not until someone tells someone that they're not good enough that they realize they're not good enough. Yeah. You know so if I mean? the kid's doing 14 different, you know, they've got, they've got, Nighttime, summertime, soccer, and then next season they do another little something through the winter months, and then they play another sport somewhere else, and they never excel at any of them. But their broad range, you know, that kid's going to be fantastic at yeah. most things because he's done, he's adaptable. He's done, he's done a fair bit of everything. Yeah, um, and he's not just gone. Hey, I am a soccer player i am a gymnast i'm a something else well and i think like we can look at our like i i I will always try and relate back to our our, our crossfit type of athletes and we can look back to like our matt frasers and our tia toomies in the sense of where they've come from and how they perform today versus what they did through their youth and it's a very similar thing like anyone who reads tia's book 
will tell you like it's it's that same story like what did tia do throughout her life yes she's been a driven child don't get me wrong but oh, she yeah. never sat there and said i am going to be the fittest woman on earth no that kind of just happened yeah that's just it's just she wanted to do these things she wanted to run she wanted to swim she realized she wasn't as good a swimmer as she thought she could be so she started swimming more she realized she she needed you know she just had all these sports that she liked to play she just played a lot matt fraser same deal did a whole lot of playing you know got into weightlifting as a sport and then you know after coming out of weightlifting realized you know what i'm pretty good at this other stuff i might just get a little better at that also none of them actually get better in the gym though you know, they get better by doing all of this other stuff by collectively. Else. You know, yeah. and, and I think a lot of people miss that point that fitness isn't made in the gym. And this sedentary lifestyle that's coming out in today's society is, you know, it's linked in with this whole uh, starting sport too early and uh, chronic chronic illness that's coming out as, as we're older. You know, we have we have injuries that we pick up through an early sport. We decide never to do sport again and I'll go to the gym and do a half-assed program and then I'll eat terrible. I'll go on these eight-week cycles of bloody, you know. Diets and challenges and. Rubbish, yeah. Stuff. Yeah, just terrible stuff. And yeah. then, you know, I come out of it on top and I'm still sitting behind a computer or in a car or something for, you know, any from like eight to 12 hours a day. And then I'm going to expect that, you know, I've had my, my beer or my my six pack at the end of the night the, the six beer high for the tradies or the, the the wine at the end of the night from the girls um you know on their uh, at the end of the night because they've worked hard all day yeah they deserved it and then and then they're gonna go and do that hour in the gym with their chronic illnesses and chronic injuries and expect it all to be okay it's and, all better. but then it's someone else's problem that they're not feeling better yeah you've not fixed me how come you know and and it's and it's the same issue in that there as what it is with this specializing too early in sport you know what are you doing with your other time we keep making all this time in our in our lives so we can sit our asses down in front of a tv or sit our asses down in a car or you know it's really not that hard like switch it off switch it off and then and people say often when i say that i say like switch off your computer or you know put your phone on flight mode that was the best decision i ever made i get home i put my phone on flight mode Mm. and um what do you do with your time I spend time with my family. I do stuff. <laughs> I go play. I, yeah. you know, I'm, yeah. I'm building a deck in my backyard at the moment. It's like I'm getting stuff done. Well, I think we're getting to a point where we, if you don't tell me what I have to do, I'm not going to do it. Totally. Um, if I go to a gym and I go to my hour session and in that hour session I've got to do X, X amount of exercises and it's done, then like you said, yep, then you're done. You've, you've done your allocated sport for the day. Um and maybe that's something too with these kids and with, with people that are going to these, um, I don't want to say elite levels, but to the, the specialised levels, they're exhausted and all they've got time for is we're going to do your particular sport from the hours of this till this. And so any time after that, you don't have to do anything. Yep. Gone. You've done it. Strongly agree. Well, and that's and that's where we get into things like what we try to do outside of our gym here where we'll get the, like we did our handstand walk thing, you yep. know, like... Yeah, okay, I get it. We were trying to do something stupid like the handstand walks, but you don't have to get outside and do handstand walks. We ended up with a whole lot of our community out there doing stuff with us that day. Yeah, that- and, and the kids just – they're now not inside, they're outside. It's not a um, 
you know, it, it's not a you must be here at this time and you must be out of here at this time and you yeah. don't have to set all these particular reps in, but you're outside, you're playing. Yeah, it so, was get outside yeah, for a few hours and It was play. bikes, there were scooters, there were kids trying handstands and cartwheels and forward fun. rolls and, yeah, and it was fun. But it was it was it still gave a functional fitness yeah. but through play yeah. and not just the kids' side of things but the adults. Yeah. I mean, I'm – predisposed to finding a swing set you know <laughs> I, I got you put me in the park i'm sorry the kids don't just have to play but you're getting exercise in that respect as well yeah um so if you've just said you've got to go and play soccer and you're going to play from these hours on tuesday thursday and saturday what are you doing every every other day yeah strongly yeah. agree and yeah. and like um i did a I, I did a podcast i don't know if it'll get released before this or after this one but pretty much where it's you know you've got to do the hard things to be able to start to feel better. You know, like some people will be like, um, you know, it's, oh, I can't, I can't do this after work because I'm tired. You know, you're tired because you're not doing things after work. Yeah. You know, it, and it sounds so counterintuitive, but it's the same as like, I need to get from here to the end of the street. If I don't take that first step, I'm not going to get to the end of the street. Mm. You know, if I keep sitting on my ass, I'm going to just be sitting on my You'll ass. You'll still be here. You wouldn't have gotten to the end of the street. That's right. Yeah. And, but if every time you think I've got to exercise, it has to be um, a time frame and it has to be um, a particular movement or something like that, well, then you're not going to do it. Or you're going to say, well, it's four o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. There's nowhere open. I can't go to the gym. Um, what's wrong with going for a walk down the street? What's going? What's wrong for having a bit of a wander around your own backyard if you really wanted yeah. to? Um, but once you're fitter those things don't become so daunting. Mm. So you do your fitness program and something like your CrossFit where we go outside when it's freezing cold. Well, we're now not scared of that. If I get up early morning, I go, oh, gee whiz, well, I know I can handle going for a bit of a, a run outside and I can actually enjoy it. Mm. But make it an enjoyment. Yeah, that's right. And enjoy, and, and then you come back in, oh, okay, now we're all revived, let's go. Well, And I think I think tradies have something to learn from that as well because they, they give that, they pull the card of, oh, but I'm physical all day. You know, and that's mm. that to me. That's repetitive stress syndrome waiting yeah. to happen. That's because yeah. it's the repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. Most of our trade uh, tradesmen that we see, tradesmen and tradeswomen, sorry, um, that we see come in usually have a, some sort of back issue because most trades that are out there are either bending over or leaning up nice and tall the whole time. Mm. And you'll see them; they'll tighten up. They need to loosen up in a certain way because they've spent years and years of doing this either hunched over or hyperextended position. They end up getting halfway through something and they end up being like my back's too tight. I can't do anything with my back. So again, that, that if you take away from that, what we were talking about earlier, where we said you're specializing in sport, specializing in sport pretty much just comes of out of a repetitive stress syndrome is what we're looking yeah. at. Yeah. And the same thing is happening. Overuse. Yeah. It's overuse. And the same thing is happening when we're doing like our trade work or our office work when we're clicking buttons and stuff like that. We mm. see the same thing come out of those as well. Shoulder impingements and carpal tunnel and things like that. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> um, but there's ways around it, you know, like if, if you don't spend 10, 15 years just doing that same thing and you play your sports or you go to more than just your hour in the gym, these things can be avoided pretty easily. And in a lot of situations too, maybe even partly reversed. Mm. So um, something that you might have realised, you know, you've got a particular, like you said, you're bending over. Me um, going bending over a dog wash van or a bathtub all day every day, um, driving a car all day every day, yeah. hands in a similar position. Um, it's only now that I'm finding it 
difficult that I've now gone and researched why and there are certain movements and exercises that I can then use that may loosen some of these things mm. to then make my normal day-to-day existence easier. But it's the same thing. It's it's no different than me specialising in a particular sport, um, tennis, elbow, that kind of thing, yep. um, or me dog washing for 15 years. Yeah. Um, same, same. Exactly. But you add into a external stimulus, some other kind of fitness and just general or round stuff, and hopefully that will then even out or maybe help level level the playing field on both. Yeah. I strongly agree. Um, yeah, I think I think the the more the more we get into being able to play as adults, play as kids, like play in general, you know, like it's not. And, and when we say play, people get confused. Like we don't mean you have to go outside and do handstands and stupid, and be an stupid idiot. stuff no. like we do. You know, no. like it just means like you know, take up take up going for a walk with your dog. You know, or, or you know, actually go outside and play with your kids, throw a football around. Yeah, yeah. something that's fun, and um, yeah, like you're, you're not you're not having to do a regimented actual workout program, mm. but you're outside, you're enjoying your day. Um, maybe that's also where, if we flick way back to the beginning, where you've told a child that this is you're doing this sport and you're doing this sport at these times, and you're doing it for an hour and a half, and you're working, and it becomes a um, I must do it, not a I want to do it. When you do get to your adult life, unless someone, again, writes down for you, you must do this, Yeah, you haven't learnt that I can do these things that they're fun yeah. um, because I've only ever been – it's only ever been structured. Yep. It's never been just relaxed and go out and do it. And, and, and we hear a lot – and it's funny because, like, we do some pretty fun movements in CrossFit, but we hear a lot, like, even just the basics like skipping or, like, we get people down into, like, bear crawls and things like that. And the, the amount of times we have said – who said that you had to stop doing this sort of stuff just yeah. because you're an adult? You know, who said that you had to stop skipping? When you skipping? get to a certain age, nope, sorry, you can't play that. <laughs> yeah. Hop, hopscotch, no. <laughs> yeah. Who said that you had to stop doing forward rolls? I can't do a forward roll. Why not? Because I'm a grown-up. You should be able to do it better then. Mm. <laughs> you know, you should be able to kick those kids' butts. Um, yeah, I think, look, moral of the story here is like whether whether it's kids in sport or adults in 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 work or you know you're just in a jam like getting out and doing something that is fun for you gives you a little bit of a smile and gets that heart rate up a little bit yeah it reduces the stress of the day if you can find something you enjoy um when you are having a rough spot Mm. go and do that thing you enjoy put down the paperwork put down the whatever it is get rid of the phone that's causing you the stress go outside and you know chuck a ball around or skip around or run up the street or take your dog you said you know take your dog for a walk something that you actually find enjoyment yeah with, and for, you feel better yeah you'll feel better you will it'll it'll help you uh it'll help you in ways that you don't understand and until you until you start to go through it um and for those of you that have been through it you know you you'll be getting this you know or you might have you might have fallen into a slump because it's winter you don't want to go outside as much um don't want to run around as much do something in your office. Make yeah. a fool of yourself. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Dance like no one's watching. Yeah, yeah. Don't care if they are. Mm, that's right. Well, we might leave it there for today. I think um, I think we've covered a fair bit. Uh, if you want to know more about what we do here, head over to our website, uh, CrossFitFlourish.com. We have just started up CrossFit Lite. Uh, we've also got Joe heading out for her operation fairly soon. By the time this comes out, she'll probably be in recovery and Yay. sucking down all the good drugs. Um, so, yeah, if, you, if you've got the link to her GoFundMe, please uh, help her out because she does need help still no matter what. 
Um, and yeah, that's us for for today. And done. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>